The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.17 on this Monday morning. Today is the 24th of July. Rutherford County Assessor of Property, Rob Mitchell, is in studio with us this morning. How are you? Doing great. Good morning. Have a have a wonderful Monday here. It's going to be nice and hot and humid, so thank you for that. <laughs> it will be for sure. I'm going to blame it on you because you announced the weather. So. That's right. <laughs> you know, it, this past weekend, I think it was like 1.17 in Las Vegas and Different parts of California were at like one, almost 120 in the Death Valley area. That's crazy. Oh, it's nuts. It's, it's like nuts. an oven. <laughs> uh, it, it makes driving a convertible no fun. I, I would say so. Yeah, you get to work and you feel like you took a shower or something. <laughs> that humid out there. It is. So here in Rutherford County, properties all over the place have gone up in value considerably over the last five to ten years. And uh, recently, there was a, an evaluation done on all the properties in Rutherford County. How did that turn out, and how long ago was that? Uh, our last revaluation was in 2020. Uh, our next revaluation, oh, sorry, 2022. It's Monday. I have not That's had right. but one cup of coffee. Our next revaluation is in 2026. So last year, when uh, year before last, when we conducted the revaluation, our revenue neutral rate was adjusted down to a dollar sixty one. So and that kept the income relatively the same as it was in the prior year before that at the at the higher tax rate. So the new values, in order to be revenue neutral, the revenue neutral tax rate was calculated. And again with us this morning, Rob Mitchell, Assessor of Property for Rutherford County. And if anybody has any questions, all you have to do is text them in 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. And then on top of all that, you are able to put $500,000 back into the county's general fund. Uh, yes, uh, we, we were, Scott. We're really, uh, we made a, a commitment back when we've, first came into office in 2012 to not do business the same way that government traditionally does business uh, and to be transparent about it we put our budget online so citizens can see what we've we've spent and utilized what our actual budget is what we use on a monthly basis and then at the end of the year once we get the numbers back we show everybody how much money we've given back and that's been uh, it was almost five hundred thousand dollars just a little shy of five hundred thousand dollars this year and uh, doing things differently I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, 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 state representative robert stevens he's been a tremendous asset to rutherford county and he's been uh, uh, a tremendous help to us in getting smart rutherford deployed uh, he was able to arrange for us to get GIS layers from the state of Tennessee so that you can now go into Smart Rutherford uh, on Alexa or you can go into Smart Rutherford on a, a widget that is uh, a chatbot on our website. You can key in your address. You can ask who your state representative is, and it will tell you because with an election coming up, a lot of people don't know what district they're in. This will tell you exactly where you, where you are. Uh, 
it'll help with the voting centers. It'll tell you, of course, you can vote at any voting center, but it'll eventually tell you. Uh, we, I was on the phone this morning with our um, developer. They're putting the putting it into place where it will tell you where the closest voting center is to you physically and text you directions to that if you want to get that so that you can actually get to the closest one to wherever you are since you can vote anywhere. So if you're at work and you want to go out to vote, you say, where do do I need to go to vote? Uh, You can key that in and it will send you a text message with directions to drive to the closest voting center. And, And Robert Stevens Thank you very much for that. That's a, a great service to Rutherford County, to our citizens, and I want to publicly thank you for helping to make that possible. Without your help, it wouldn't have happened, so thank you. Now, with the recent revaluation that was done in 2022, folks did not really see that until, well, they'll see it this year, I guess, when they go to pay taxes, because in 2022, they were still paying 2021 taxes. So coming up at the end of this year, when they go to pay their property taxes, will most people pay a little more? Uh, everybody will pay more. Uh, last year, when we did the uh, revaluation, uh, the first year you would have paid taxes at the lower rate was last October. So this year, they changed the tax rate to a dollar. 87 and in some sense don't have it off the top of my head so everybody's taxes will go up this year by about 16 percent so whatever it was that you paid last year you multiply that by 16 percent and that's how much more you're going to be paying so that includes the new increase in the property tax right okay right so we can expect to pay that come october is when we'll have to pay it for the county right and uh that's right and now your cities none of the cities took an increase so the city tax rates remain the same so you'll be paying for your urban services through your city taxes and you'll be paying for your county services through your county taxes and if anybody out there is confused, because a lot's happened over the last 12 months. It has. In the city, they passed an impact fee, which is unrelated to the actual property tax you pay. That is fa- The impact fee is paid when you build something new, a new house, right. a new commercial property, any of that stuff. Right. Now, now something that, that folks may not realize, the impact fees that are passed in the city will affect the property values of people that live in the county. So if, if the city of Murfreesboro increases their, their impact fee, when that, when that house is purchased, the cost of that impact fee is not absorbed by the builder. It's passed on to the buyer, and that's reflected in a higher sales price. So when we conduct a revaluation, we're required by law to look at recent sales and equalize the market value of all properties. So when the price of a home inside of the city limits of Smyrna or inside the city limits of Murfreesboro goes up, it will impact the people in rural Rutherford County because the sales price has risen. Now, there are some modifications that are done based on location and we take that into account in our sales package but any increase in a sales price anywhere in rutherford county will have an impact smaller or larger to some extent on all properties so 
in in essence, if you have an impact fee or an adequate facilities tax or an adequate facilities fee, actually, is more accurate to what it it should it should be. Whenever that fee is placed on there, it will raise the sales price, which during a revaluation that will impact the values for every property. So it's not just raising the taxes on just the new growth. It's spreading the growth fee across all properties. Now, with the changes in the property values of all the homes out there, uh, as we know, you know, home values have gone up for sure. Yes. But with these changes in place, with people paying more in property taxes at the end of this year, and then add into that, an increase in insurance because your home's worth more money, so the insurance rate's going to be a little bit higher for folks. That's right. This is a lot for people to handle all at once, it seems like. It, it is. It's a tremendous burden on folks. And, uh, you know, gas isn't getting any cheaper. It fluctuates up or down 20 cents, it seems like, every other week. Uh, going to the grocery store, I can get less groceries and pay more money now than, than ever. Uh, you know, I'm still paying... I'm still paying about the same amount with fewer people in my household because my kids have grown and moved out. <laughs> but but I still I still you know am am paying a whole lot more money than I want to at the grocery store every week. It's like well now we're gonna cut back. You know we've got to have this. We've got to have that. Uh, you know I I can't find a way to cut anymore. And, and I know that's everybody's feeling it. Our insurance costs are going up. Uh, nobody's insurance has gotten less. Uh, no, you know, if you put gas in your car, it doesn't get any cheaper to put gas in a car. If you have to have your car repaired, it doesn't get cheaper. It's not, you know, your car may be worth less money, but it doesn't cost any less to fix it. Yeah. You know, so th- these are these are real things that people struggle with. Uh, you know, we, we have to find more ways as if we want to lower our tax burden, we can cut services, not expand services, or we can work with, uh, we can leverage uh, what things we have to do with technology. We can partner with other government agencies so we don't have a duplication of services, and we can try to work smarter. Uh, there are ways in, in budgets, you can structure budgets, and when things come into your budget cycle, that will have some administrative savings. We, we can do that, and we can borrow less. So what is the average value of a house in Rutherford County right now? Uh, for property tax purposes, it's around $400,000. Now, the actual, if you go to the Board of Realtors and say, what's, what's the sales price? They're going to tell you something higher. Uh, we, we only update once every four years so if you go back to when we did the revaluation it's probably you know 30 or 40 thousand dollars less than the 400 thousand but that's that's a moving target that'll change tomorrow yeah (laughs) it changes every day it it does it changes every day and then what about the average square foot uh, square feet of a home in rutherford county it's between 2,000 and 2,500 square feet you know, it's hard to imagine if you're from Murfreesboro, from Rutherford County, yep. Smyrna, Laverne. It's hard to really grasp that a house that sold for, let's say, 180 grand 15 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, is now selling for 400 plus thousand dollars. Oh, that's hard to grasp. It, it is. I mean, even in Cannon County, our just as Davidson County's values have impacted ours, 
our values have impacted Cannon County and Coffee County. A house just sold in in two weeks ago. Well, three weeks ago, about a month ago, actually. Uh, I was looking on Zillow, and the sales price that they had reported on a 860 square foot two bedroom one bath home that was built in 1952 on Hayes Street in Woodbury it sold for $197,000 that's a house that was built the first house that I bought in Rutherford County back in 1989 was 1450 square feet on Adams Drive, and I paid $62,000 for it. Three bedroom, two bath, and a one car garage on an acre lot. This is a house that was built in 1952 on a third of an acre lot, and it is, you know, double the price, three times, almost three times the price. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. And the first house that we bought on Adams Drive, I was, I was looking at it. It, it's valued at over three hundred thousand dollars, and that's that's the reality. Uh, I was reading the 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 millennials that are are buying homes now. They're not staying in it five years and then switching and moving up. When they do buy, they're looking at staying in it for at least sixteen years. Wow! So when they do make that investment, they aren't going anywhere, and the increase in the property values is really going to be an impact on them if they're not cashing out and moving up. That's going to diminish their earning potential and their ability to save for the future, which means that they're going to have to work longer before they're going to be able to retire. They may never retire. They may do like all of us kind of do is kind of work till we drop. (laughs) (laughs) And and then when you look at the size of yards, you know, you mentioned a a one acre lot. That's almost unheard of these days. At least if it's going to be affordable, it's almost unheard of. It it is. And and if you spend all of your time working to pay for that one acre lot, you're going to have to hire somebody to cut it. Yeah. (laughs) To cut the grass and do the lawn maintenance. So it's, it's, uh, it's a lifestyle change. Uh, society's changing. We just have to find a way to to work with it and make a commitment not to continue to do things the way we've always done things. We have to innovate. And when you look at getting a loan for, you know, five hundred, six, seven hundred thousand dollars, and we're not talking a mansion here, but when you look at getting a loan for that price for a family of four or five, you're looking at paying well over $2,500 a month in your mortgage alone, depending on how much you put down, of course. Easily easily that and the people that 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 aren't impacted are the real estate investment trusts that are impacting our local market those are offshore investors that are putting money into real estate investment trusts and they don't have to compete with with the average homeowner they're looking at homes as an investment tool they'll pay cash fix it up and then rent it out and So at 7% interest, which is, I think, pretty close to the going rate right now, at 7% getting qualified, it may take somebody 30 days to get qualified. These people, if they see a house, if it fits within their parameter, they're using AI to search the marketplace, and they'll make an instant offer 
cash on a property. They take it off the market, which creates a scarcity, which does what? Scarcity drives the value up if there's demand. So people's choices are, I can rent or I can move further out where they're not looking and buy and have an increased drive time. So it's an, it, we don't live in a vacuum. Rutherford County isn't just an isolated island unto ourselves. We're, we're in a larger market, and we have to, to realize that and adapt to it. Now, I, I know there was a period of time where you had a lot of people moving to our area from California, and they were able to pay cash for houses because they sold theirs for, well, considerably higher amounts than what we were selling houses for here. But it's more expensive, of course, to live on the West Coast. Right. But that said, if we factor out those from California who have the cash to buy a house, are we going to start seeing fewer and fewer people with the ability to actually pay off their house before they retire? Uh, I think so. That, that's uh, a scary really situation. That, like I say, you, you work till you drop. Uh, you, you may never get it paid off. You know, it's, it's like the proverbial unicorn, somebody that has been able to pay off their home and have lived in an area for a certain amount of time. Uh, you know, we do have, uh, I think uh, County Commissioner Mike Cush mentioned Ted Beatty's program with, with the tax freeze. We work with Ted to produce that. Once you get qualified, you, you have to qualify with your age. You have to be over 65, and you have to meet certain income standards. I, I think, and this is just me personally, I don't know how the numbers would work, but if somebody has lived in a community for 20 years and they have paid off their mortgage and they're over the age of 60, Maybe they shouldn't pay any more property taxes. Just make them go away. The state has a surplus in funds. So what the state has chosen to do is give a sales tax abatement, right, on on groceries. So from August through December uh, on, on groceries, you won't pay any state sales tax. Okay, that's great. But... I think it would be a much longer-lasting benefit if so there's two there's two tax programs. There's tax freeze and there's tax relief. Both of those uh, are qualified through the trustee's office. Tax relief is a reimbursement if you make under a certain amount of money, which is a little less than the tax freeze amount. Once you pay your taxes, the state of Tennessee will actually send you uh, a certain amount of money back to to reimburse you for the property taxes you paid. I think that program could be expanded. So if if you don't have a mortgage on your home, you own it outright, you've lived in your community, you've committed to the community, you've stayed here, you're not going anywhere, um, maybe through that program, once you pay it, you get that reimbursed back 100%. So the county would lose no revenue. And the citizens who have committed to the community actually have a benefit. So that's going to mean that people are going to want to stay. They're not going to want to move. They're going to want to put down roots and actually stay here. And the people that want to move here from California and buy, until they've lived here 20 years, they won't see that benefit, regardless of how old they are or how much money they have. So just, just you know, 
Well, you know, we're at a point where somebody who does have their house paid off, they're ready for retirement. We're at a point where the property tax added with the cost of homeowner's insurance is probably just the same as what they once paid each month in their mortgage. That's right. And, and that's not, that's a tough situation to be in. It, it really is. I mean, it's it's one of those situations that, you know, what do you do? You, you have to get a job as a Walmart greeter in order to pay your your homeowner's insurance and your property taxes, even though your mortgage is paid off, you know, that's, it, it's tough, you know, and people are, are, are really frustrated. You know, every, every government entity needs to, to focus on their core strengths. Craig Harris was right. There are certain things that, that we have to pay for. There's certain things that we pay for that may not be statutorily required. It's, it's like, yeah, we, we want that, but who's getting the benefit? Who's, who's getting the real benefit from it? Is, is this something that we absolutely have to have, or is it just something that we really, we really want it, and, and the county commission really wants to give it, but everything comes with a cost. And as our, you know, we have one of the younger demographics in Tennessee, but as, as our citizens age, they're going to be faced with funding an infrastructure that we've purchased and in place. Even if somebody gave us a $100 million school, we'd still have to put the stuff on the inside, and we would still have to staff it, and we'd still have to maintain it, and we'd have to pay for the, the, the upkeep on it. When developers build a subdivision, they're required to put in the utility service and the roadways and then give them to the county or the city. And at that point, the county or the city is on the hook for the maintenance forever. And that's, we are the local government. So when they give us that, they've given us a burden that we now have to pay for. It, it's, it's the reality. So you, know, you can have less stuff and pay for less stuff or, and I want to categorize, growth, growth will never pay for itself. But there's a difference in growth and development. Development is planned, well thought out, and you seek out opportunities for revenue that just pure growth doesn't. Pure growth is like a sugar rush. You give a kid a candy bar. You get a shot of sugar and everything, you know, is great for about an hour and a half. Or if your kid's ADHD, <laughs> really bad for a long time. But... Once that sugar rush wears off, you still have to maintain the the bodily functions. So, you know, development, proper development is like a sustained good diet. Growth is like a candy sugar rush. And we're addicted to sweets. And over the past two and a half, three years, a lot of people saw their property value increase and they said, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to, you know, cash out. I'm going to mm -hmm. get something else, build something else. And then after they cash out, they sell their house. They realize, wait a second, I can't get another house for this price that's any larger or better than my house that I'm living in now. That's right. So, so they stay put. Yeah. And then they try to renovate, uh, you know, the they'll call fair brothers and you know or any other restoration company and and you know 
just like like your dad did. <laughs> yeah. You know, where are you going to go? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to renovate here. We're going to fix up this bathroom. We're going to convert and, and fix up a, a den, or we're going to add on a little bit. So that's what folks are doing. And when they do that, guess what that does, Scott? Increases the value. It increases the value of their property. So we'll go out and we'll say, oh, you added an extra 300 square feet right here. We have to pick that up. We're required to by law. Yeah. And guess what? Uh, I'll be sending you a love note saying your value's gone up. And then Ted will be sending you a love note saying, hey, you owe us some more money. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with us this morning, Rob Mitchell, Assessor of Property for Rutherford County. We're going to take a short break. But when we come back, I'm curious if you've gotten a lot of phone calls from residents who are concerned, worried, you you know, all of a sudden they're having to pay an extra two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month once you factor in them paying for their homeowner's insurance and all that stuff. But I'm curious if you have gotten a lot of calls and we'll touch base on that when we come back right now, the time 841. You're listening to WGNS. This is the Action Line on Monday morning. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak, where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. If you need music gear, Music World and Drummer's Den is where you need to be. We have PA equipment, we have microphones, speakers, we have stage lighting, pretty much everything you need at Music World and Drummer's Den. Oh yes, we often beat internet prices at Music World and Drummer's Den. We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. We're at Adams Place talking with Lee Davenport. I have a sister-in-law that's here, and her daughters come to see me, and they said, Aunt Lee, why are you at Adams Place? I said, well, it's a good place to be. We're blessed to have Adams Place. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adams Place. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 844. You're listening to WGNS, Assessor of Property. Rob Mitchell is on the air with us this morning talking about things like property values of homes here in our community and how prices have gone up. And that equals prices going up in the real estate market with realtors selling homes, of course. But have you gotten a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails from residents who are worried after they saw the new value of their house? 
Uh, last year they were they were concerned when the values went up. Uh, we discussed with them about the revenue neutral rates, and we actually did some calculations for the folks. Uh, one of the things that we've been trying to do, we've been working with our Office of Information Technologies, is to put a tax calculator on our website. So if somebody's concerned, they can go and they can put in the value of their home, pick the jurisdiction that they live in, and they can they can predict for their budgeting what their property taxes are likely to be uh, based on the value that their home is and as things change so that they can plan their budgets. It's it's something that we're trying to do uh, to be to be better at serving our local community. Uh, the information is what the information is. The the value of your home, if if we've got something wrong, and I'll say this right now, if if our values on your property are wrong because of something that we don't know about your property, please call our office. Ask to speak with an appraiser. We'll do our best to put you in touch with the person that actually went out and looked at your property and, put, and did the value on it. And then if there's something about your property that's that we don't know, driving by looking at it from the street, let us know. We'll see if that impacts your value. It may or it may not. Uh, you know, if we, if we got the, the size of your stoop wrong, that, that may adjust your value uh, maybe $100 or $200. That, that's not going to amount to 30 or 40 cents in property taxes. So it's, you know, there's, there's a 10, 10% uh, variance that if, if it doesn't change by more than 10%, don't worry about it. Uh, we, we are, the state has said we are within, uh, well, we were statistically at one, which means that we were at the January 1st of 2022, we were spot on the value, 100%. Uh, our market value of the property as appraised in mass and the market value, they were spot on. I'm curious, what are some of the more concerning calls or emails you've gotten from people who, who may, you know, maybe they're in a panic and they don't know what to do because of the increase? Most people, when they call me, they're, they're not concerned so much. They don't disagree with their values. They are feeling the financial strain of their budgets and their wages and their earnings not keeping up with the increased cost of government. I brought in a chart earlier this morning because I think it's to, to see where we were as a county and where we are now as indexed for inflation. Because if you take what we were we were funding county government at in 2012 and you factor it for inflation, it gives a prediction based on the federal government's average rate of inflation of putting our budget, I, I don't know if you have it over there, Scott. Uh, yeah. What's what's the number that we should be based on inflation? Uh, so the 3.3 versus the actual budget of 3.4 million. Uh, and uh, then well, do do the whole county the, budget because so, that's so the county 2023 inflation indexed 602,000 or 602 million dollars, and then the actual budget 849 million dollars. Right. So that's, since 2012, 
That is the strain that people are feeling. So we should be at closer to 602 million, but in reality, we're at 849 million as a county. Right. Now, the caveat in there, there are certain things. Um, schools have grown. We're, we're building more schools based upon the population increase. And the population increase was about, uh, since 2012, about 31%. Our budget as a county has grown by 41%. So the difference between those could be argued to be the investment in schools. Uh, that could be right. That could be wrong. I don't. I don't know. Those are just the numbers. I just. I just do the numbers. <laughs> I'll leave it up for somebody else to interpret what the numbers mean and how we got there. But those are the numbers, and it is an emotional impact because people feel that strain. They. They are concerned with their ability to earn money because there's a limit on how much you can do. To to pay your bills. Some people may have to have one, two, or three jobs to afford to live in the same house that they've always lived in. And at that point, it comes down to, am I going to continue to live and work here, or am I going to just work here and live in another county? That's right. Uh, So you start looking to adjacent counties and say, well, if I move here and it's this amount of money, I'm going to have to drive and figure in the wear and tear. And can I do this, and does it make sense? And then you take into effect, you say, well, if you have children, if you move, are you moving your kids into a better situation or a poorer situation based on the school systems? And we've got a very good school system. We really do, which is another thing. You, know, you don't want to take your kids out of, out of a good school system and move them into a system that might be not quite as good. It gets but tough. It, it it gets tough, and it's you know these are are real things that we have to think about. You know, a can of Similac costs thirty five dollars, and and somebody with an with an infant is going to go through at least one to two of those a week. So that's seventy bucks a week just to feed your baby. I mean, this these are real things. These are real. These are real things that people are faced with, Scott. Sure. And, you know, as elected, my, my wife tells me, and I love my wife, thank you, baby, for giving me such good guidance. We are elected to lead, to make the tough decisions, and to sometimes tell people no, because it hurts everybody. We can't do what's just good for one small group or another small group. We have to be cognizant of what is best for everyone and sometimes you know it it may be great to say we've got this but there's a cost that comes with it that everybody has to pay and we have to look out for the least of us when you look at a map of rutherford county what area stands out as being the most valuable according to home appraisals when, it, when looking at actual houses and, and what area is not yet up there but it's probably going to move to that point well if you if you look toward the eastern half of the county over toward canning county that's where there is the least amount i mean there's still growth there trust me there's growth there and values are going up it's um, slower to catch up though it's than slower to catch up the the growth is circulate is concentrated west of I-24, 
in both Murfreesboro and Smyrna and Laverne. Uh, where we have the least amount of growth, we still have a lot of growth. Believe it or not, is out toward Rockdale. Uh, going out in that. That would be west of I-24, I guess. I mean, when yep. you look at the map. But it's toward the south. Okay. Kind of going off in that direction a little bit. It's there is Now, there is a lot of development out there. You know, Commissioner Reed, you have development. But proportionally, you don't have as much as the other areas when you look at it. and it's just a statistical model that we we did and we put out there the number of sales how many number of sales do we have here now uh, you have more townhome sales in the Blackman area you have fewer if any townhomes in Rockville you have primarily single-family residential larger homes more affluent so you have more wealth moving into that area with the larger homes so that's something to weigh there too you know but it's just numbers (laughs) yeah yeah now percentage wise is smyrna growing faster than murphy's bro right now um as a percent i would they're so close i I, you know i haven't looked at the numbers but they they're really so close as as far as the percentage growth murfreesboro is probably somewhere around one hundred seventy thousand people right now uh Smyrna and Laverne put together uh, still aren't still aren't nearly the size of Murfreesboro. And while they've they've kind of captured the growth, Laverne is kind of wedged in there. They don't have much of a place to grow because they're they're wedged in between counties. But you know, Laverne uh, they can't really go north into Davidson County because it's metro, but. They do have the statutory authority to expand into Williamson County, as does Smyrna. Hmm. They would just have to get around uh, Nolansville, and Nolansville incorporated back in the early 90s because they were afraid that Smyrna was actually going to grow across county boundaries and, and absorb them. And, and Nolansville itself has grown a lot over the last few years. It has. Nolansville is one of the places to be. Uh, their their values are cheaper than Brentwood, and they're cheaper than Franklin. You kind of have a rural feel. You're you're close to Davidson County. It's it's an easy easier drive, but a lot of those folks, uh, a lot of them in Nolansville actually work in Rutherford County. Huh. And then when you look at areas like Eagleville, that area is starting to really grow as well. I have a friend that uh, I went to high school with. Uh, give a shout out to Tim Barrett. He. Uh, he went to Vanderbilt on a scholarship playing football, and he just recently bailed out of Brentwood because he said he was he was tired of all of the impact fees and development fees and overregulation and prices. So he cashed out, bought five acres in Eagleville, and and built what he calls Tim's last resort. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's what we have. We have the people that are, you know. Being in, in Williamson County and being a Franklin, that's not what everybody wants to be. The the folks that live there, because I went I went to Franklin High School, that's where I graduated from. The the people that actually live in Williamson County that grew up there and knew what Williamson County used to be, they don't want to be there anymore. They're getting out. They're looking at Rutherford County because Rutherford County is a whole lot better than Williamson County when it comes to uh, uh, obtrusive government interference with your lives. 
In Rutherford County, with this increase in property taxes and everything, somebody who, let's say, has a $500,000 house, what are they typically paying in annual uh, taxes for the county? What, what does it add up to? Uh, I could do that calculation here. I'd have to <laughs> – don't know it off the top of my head. Um, all right, I guess give us an idea so the listeners can say, all right, well, my house is worth – Five hundred thousand dollars, well, and every hundred thousand is X amount of dollars. If if you if you take your five hundred, if I had the website up, uh, I'd be able to pull it up on my phone and tell you exactly what it would be. Um, it's going to be if you take five hundred thousand and multiply it by point two five, then you take that number right there, and you multiply it by the new tax rate that will tell you your property taxes. It's it's a fairly simple calculation going you know going out that way uh if you live inside of a city limits you're going to have to add on the city taxes that you would pay on to it uh what whatever we pay is a direct result of the value of our homes and the services that we want so if the services that we want are x amount our value is this then the county commission in order to give you what you want uh, and the city council is going to uh, apply a, a tax rate to the value of your property, and that's that's your that's your seed on the plane flying to California. Uh, if you want to go to, if we're all on a plane going to California or or fleeing from California, coming to Tennessee, it'd probably be better. If you want to ride first class, you're you're going to pay more for your flight because you have better accommodations. If you're flying a coach, you're going to pay a little bit less. But you're all going the same way. We're all going the same way in Rutherford County. We're we're all riding it. Uh, the cost of our government is the plane, and we each pay our portion based on the value of our seat on that plane. And that is going to do it for today's show. We're already out of time. That went by fast. <laughs> didn't it? Rutherford County Assessor of Property, Rob Mitchell, and we will post the podcast of the show on our website in just a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Scott.